Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How many times are you going to have to be told to always supervise your children around backyard poultry and make sure they wash their hands properly afterward? How many times? How many times are you going to have to be told, don't let children younger than five years old touch chicks, which is really a good advice anyway, uh, ducklings or other backyard poultry? Young children are more likely to get sick from germs like salmonella. That's right. It's rearing its ugly head again. One in four sick people is a child younger than five. There are 198 new cases, 54 new hospitalizations, one new death, and one new state that has uh, now come to fruition in the uh, salmonella investigation. Backyard poultry, chicken, ducks, they can carry the germs even if they look healthy and clean and those germs can spread like well salmonella so wash your hands with soap and water after touching your backyard poultry and their eggs or anything in the area where they live in rome so just watch yourself watch yourself and don't don't Leave your kids unsupervised around chicks, okay? And if you're collecting eggs, collect them frequently. And throw away the cracked ones. And rub off the dirt. And brush them off with a cloth or sandpaper. Because that's... And refrigerate them. Don't leave them out on the counter like you think they taste better that way. Get them on the get them in the refrigeration, okay? Now, if you start to have diarrhea and a fever higher than 102, if you have diarrhea for more than three days that doesn't seem to be improving, oof. If you have bloody diarrhea, any one of those, I would say uh, it's time to maybe see a medical professional. If you have so much vomiting that you cannot keep liquids down, uh, okay, and uh. Signs of dehydration like not urinating, dry mouth and throat, feeling dizzy when standing up. If you have any of those things, see your health care provider right away because you may have salmonella. So no joke. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Watch yourself. Don't make me tell you again. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So if you're out on Long Island and you see Barney the Bull, don't approach him, okay? He, he probably isn't going to be a harm to humans, but he's been running loose now, 
and we don't know where he is and we have sightings and people are calling the police department saying hey i just saw this 1500 pound black bull running through the neighborhood and they can't seem to catch him um he's been walking across fields and roads and front yards and backyards and he's shut down some highways and they have looked for him all over they've sent drones they've tried to bait him they've tried to trap him and it hasn't worked so they tried to you know lure him with a cow with horses i mean what kind of bull is this you try to lure him with a little bull business um maybe you try another male bull i'm just saying i don't know that it would work i'm just saying so it's roaming around long island and you know there's plenty of underbrush and pine barrens and we don't know you know where it is it's we hope that uh we're gonna have to you know move him to a sanctuary we don't know he's not aggressive toward humans he doesn't have horns so just call us call the police department and let them know okay now they're saying the bull is currently loose and all sightings should be reported to 911 and they are actively responding to all sightings so let's be careful out there don't try to invite barney back home unless you're a regular bull then maybe barney will take care of a little bull business and that's when you catch him but as of right now it hasn't worked <laughs> so i don't know what's going on i don't know maybe this is a monk you know a bull that's a monk and doesn't care about business which is possible so if it's a monk bull i don't know what you do maybe you just leave him alone let him wander around for a while and when he gets close to where he's supposed to be he'll go back in the, in the barn and he'll be fine so did you see where dell now has stopped shipping certain high energy intensive gaming computers to customers in six states that have new electricity consumption regulations and you think wait what yes that's right they're not going to ship computer models to california colorado hawaii oregon vermont and washington because the states are adopting the California Energy Commission's new Tier 2 Mandatory Energy Efficiency Standards on computers and mobile gaming systems that were put into effect July 1st. This product, according to Dell's website, cannot be shipped to states of California, Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Vermont, Washington due to power consumption regulations adopted by those states any orders placed that are bound for those states will be canceled. Wow. Okay. That's great. That is great. I, I, I wonder, are they going to come to your house if you already have one? Computer police. Power police. We're here. Uh, I don't know. According to this, a study conducted by the semiconductor industry association and <laughs> who doesn't love studies by the semiconductor industry association they found this was in 2015 wow ancient history they found that computing will not be sustainable by 2040 
when the energy required for computing will exceed the estimated world's energy production. I don't know. Maybe we'll find a way to, I don't know, produce more energy by then. Just a thought. Maybe we will find another way to power these computers by 2040. Maybe. And then again, you know, maybe not, and we'll just be dark and no lights will turn on and if we keep using uh you know water to generate power uh that may happen out west no question about that speaking of uh, computing i see where a guy by the name of mitch fowler out of salt lake city uh set the world record for speed running there was an old video game um one hour and nine minutes and 58 seconds of perfection Nobody ever made a run faster than 70 minutes, but Fowler's, and this story calls it a stunning achievement, in February, the 33-year-old Canadian gamer who lives in Salt Lake City, racing every level of Super Mario Bros. 3, the Nintendo game that was released in 1990, but Fowler is called a speed runner. That's a name for gamers who obsessively search for optimal paths and explicit glitches, exploit glitches, that save precious seconds to post the fastest times. He plays to thousands of spellbound fans on live streaming platform Twitch. And so it may be a hobby for some, but it's not a hobby for him. Got it? And he now has the uh, world record. So congratulations to Mitch in your one hour, nine minutes, and 58 seconds of perfection. I mean, we're at we're talking websites, so let's continue on with websites. Did you see where a Colorado web designer now is told from a federal judge that uh, she has to give equal access to LGBT? Customers. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit on Monday said that this web designer who lives in Colorado must, must create websites that she says violates her religious beliefs. Wow. Uh, how about no? In a two-to-one decision, the appeals court said 303 Creative founder Lori Smith must design graphics and websites that celebrates same-sex marriages because a Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act permissibly compels her to do so if she is also going to create websites that celebrate heterosexual marriages. Oh, wow. Uh, How about the government not forcing me to create anything that I don't want to? How about that? That is amazing. Writing for the majority, Judge Mary Beck Briscoe said that Colorado has a compelling interest in protecting both the dignity interest of members of marginalized groups and their material interest in assessing the commercial marketplace. She ruled that while the CADA's, C-A-D-A's protections are not narrowly ter- tailored to preventing dignitary harms, what? the law requires Colorado to ensure equal access to public available goods and services the fact that same-sex couples can obtain web design services 
from other businesses, not 303 Creative, does not mean that homosexuals have equal access. What? Um, wow. Permitting Smith to honor her religious convictions by refusing to celebrate same-sex marriages would necessarily regulate LGBT customers to an inferior market because of the unique services by definition are unavailable elsewhere. Wow. Okay. That is amazing. Briscoe asserted that Smith has something similar to a monopoly over her own creative talents. No, she's just better at it than everybody else. The dissenting 10th Circuit judge said the Constitution protects Smith's beliefs and warned that Briscoe's logic could vastly expand the government's power over speech. You think? Yeah, no kidding. So this, in a word, is unprecedented. Uh, unprecedented? No, unprecedented. Uh, taken to its logical end, the government could regulate the messages communicated by all artists, forcing them to promote messages approved by government in the name of ensuring access to the commercial marketplace. But that will never happen. <laughs> that is just silly. <laughs> We're just making this one lady make stuff that she doesn't want to make. That's it. Not everybody. Wow, are you dumb? <laughs> I thought you were a judge, but apparently not. <laughs> Unprecedented. We're just making this one lady do something that she doesn't want to do. And because there are other people that do it, but they don't do it as well, <laughs> well, then she has to do it, right? Oh my gosh. Um, how about no? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. And today, just as, uh, you know, just to make you aware, for those of you, you know, listening live on the 28th of July, 2021, a Diet Dr. Pepper I hold in my hands. Yes, and it is ice cold, too. And let's let's see if it's as refreshing as I hope it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So remember to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can call the fat line 214-735-9356 and leave a message if you'd like. Or you can email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. So I got a message from Alex who reminded me that I haven't uh, I haven't really explained the rules to being a subscriber to Chewing the Fat in a while. Now, his message to me was, you've turned me into a sinful liar. I got asked what I was listening to today, and even though I was listening to Pat's stupid show, whatever it's called, I, which is awesome, I said I was listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. 
I'm a liar now. But rules are rules. I don't make rules, but it's what separates us from the animals. Uh, Thank you, Alex. Thank you for doing what you're supposed to do and following the rules. And you're right. That is what separates us from the animals. And I haven't reminded the old and new listeners about rules of engagement. So if you're a subscriber to Chewing the Fat and you're, and I know you're going to listen to other things, I want you to. I want you to be, you know, all-encompassing and listen to anything you want to listen to. But because you're a subscriber to Chewing the Fat on whatever platform you are a subscriber on, uh, when someone asks you when you're out and about and you have headphones on and they say, hey, what are you listening to? You must answer, I'm Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Now, rules are rules. Alex is right. That's the way it is. So just remember, that's, you know, what you need to do. Okay? All right, then. Good. I also got an email from uh, the Galactic Federation. I know. I got an email from their spokesperson. And the spokesperson for the Galactic Federation uh, emailed me and said, Dear Mr. Fisher... We monitor your podcast every day, sir. It is one of our favorites of all. We rate it 18 on a scale of 10, which obviously they listen to. uh, Because if you are a subscriber, another rule is is that if you can rate and review it, you review it uh, 18 stars. It's actually 20 stars. A best podcast ever. It's just what you do. If you want to do the 18 stars to be funny, ha, ha, ha. But it's just easier to do 20 stars, best podcast ever. So, uh, the email continues, while we do understand this Jeff Bezos may be the richest man on your planet, Earth, he is, in fact, not the richest person in the galaxy, not even for the 10 minutes and 10 seconds that he was in off of the planet Earth. That honor, and I did not, I mean, I certainly didn't know this, falls to Poloic Navajic. P-L-I-O-K-N-E-V-A-J-K. And apparently he is from Saturn's moon Titan. Mr. Bezos, according to the email, isn't even in the top 50 of the richest people in the galaxy. (laughs) This email says to think a man who only owns one space vessel. There are people in our galaxy who have companions who have companions who have their own space vessel. So, I mean, I want to apologize to the Galactic Federation, and I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you very much. And they also went on in the email to thank me and and thank me for keeping them entertained. No, no, no. Galactic Federation spokesperson, thank you for letting me know that you're out there and uh, things are happening and you're listening. And I apologize for, you know, giving false information that at the time of Jeff Bezos being off the planet Earth, he would be the richest man in the galaxy. That is obviously incorrect, and I do not want to give incorrect information on this show. All right, let's talk a little bit of a little little bit Olympic, a little bit Olympics. Uh, we can talk about the medal count. Just a quick rundown: Japan uh, has uh, more gold as of this time. At this time, on the twenty eighth of july 2021 at the time of this recording japan has 13 golds china has 12 golds and the united states has 11 golds the united states has the most medals 
31. China has 27. Japan has 22. Those are the top three. Uh, however, can we just talk for a moment? Before we get to the one thing I have to comment on, I want to thank Pink, who said she would offer to f- pay the fine of the uh, Norwegian handball beach handball team uh, that got fined for wearing shorts instead of bikini bottoms. Pink tweeted, I'm very proud of the Norwegian female beach handball team for protesting the very sexist rules about their uniform. The European Handball Federation should be fined for sexism. Good on you, ladies. I'll be happy to pay your fines for you. Keep it up. Well, isn't that special? Now, they replied, of course, on the gram, and said, hey, thank you so much for the support. We really appreciate all the love we have received. You're the best. Oh, that's so nice. Now, Pink tweeted that. But the reply from the Norwegian, I'm sorry, from the Norway Beach Handball Women's, and it's just Norway Beach Handball Woman Instagram account was the reply to that. So maybe Pink did it on, on the gram as well. Uh, however, the... Uh, you know, remember they wore the shorts and uh, they uh, they got fined for it. Well, the Norwegian Handball Federation announced that it was prepared to pay the fines, adding that it should be a free choice within a standardized framework. I thought that's what the rules were. A choice inside a standardized framework. Those are the rules. That's what... That's what's called the rules. I don't, I just, I don't understand. But anyway, you don't want to wear, you know, make the fight outside of the Olympics. You don't want to wear the bikini bottoms. I get it. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to watching beach handball being played with bikini bottoms. That maybe that's just me. I, you know what? And I'm not opposed to watching them in shorts either. But uh, you know, make the fight outside of the olympics that's my same kind of deal with what's your face simone biles uh the best in the world i know we talked a little bit about this yesterday and it just drives me insane i cannot believe that in the middle of the olympics this best in the world has to stop for a mental health day or a week or whatever um she's this is the third olympics she's been involved in i know she's getting a little long in the tooth now she's what 24 so you know times are tough and at 24 with doing what she does that actually is getting a little long in the tooth but (laughs) but still i it just shocks me that we are all supposed to be okay with Simone Biles saying, I need some, I need some time. I need some mental health time. Um, how about you wait a few days? Okay. We'll give you some time off next week. In fact, next week, why don't you take the rest of your life off? (laughs) Okay. How about that? Then you can be on the box of Wheaties and hawk your Nike gym wear and your, whatever you're hawking. And you can do that. And you don't have to worry about competition anymore. Okay? How about that? <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. You take care. I'll send the...
I'll send the the do girls over to pick you up tomorrow for the event. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll talk to you later, Simone. You be good now. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Are you kidding me? Simone. 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 I could just say her name and <laughs> because I wanted to say, you know, a lot more and I know the world is on her side and she needs the mental health and good for her. And I'm not supposed to say anything. And maybe it's my white privilege. And I'm just a racist, but you know, I wouldn't be saying that if it was a white gymnast, except I would, you wouldn't be saying that if it was a male gymnast, except yeah, I would because it's the Olympics. You've, you've, you've done everything you can to get to the top of the world. And you're there. And now that you're there, you stop. I mean, if you thought you couldn't do it and times were tough and you were getting dark days and you were heading into depression, then why take away from someone else's chances to perform and work with the team? Just step away. But now you've cost the Americans medals you've cost the team not just you i i just because they had expected and planned on you being a part of the team and so i don't know i don't know maybe maybe it's true maybe she just couldn't do it anymore and she was having you know she didn't feel right and it was wrong and she just couldn't do it i mean i get it okay i'll give you i'll give you a, just a little bit just a little bit of a break but not much because personally i believe that if you have worked to get to the top of your game for all these years and even you if you've struggled all these years to be i was told that there was an interview with her where she talked about how her their best time is her time off and her downtime and she wasn't enjoying it anymore. Well, then don't do it. But if you're going to do it, do it. You can quote me on that, okay? You can. You can. You can quote me on that. If you're going to do it, do it. So Bruce Springsteen, the boss, doesn't want a toilet with his name on it. And I mean, I don't know that I can blame him, really. So New Jersey is sprucing up their highway rest stops by naming them after famous New Jersey celebrities like Whitney Houston, Bon Jovi, and they wanted the boss on there. And uh, Bruce was like, ooh, yeah, no, I'm just going to go ahead and decline. <laughs> I am uh, I'm all for the whole New Jersey Hall of Fame thing. And, you know, I'm all for that. But, uh, no, I do not want a toilet named after me. Okay? <laughs> it's okay. Look, I know. You go ahead, Connie Chung. Sela Cruz, Tony Morrison, Judy Bloom, Larry Doby, Jack, you know, do you know who Larry Doby is? I didn't either, but he apparently he followed Jackie Robinson in the National League and broke the color barrier 
uh, in the American League. So, okay, he's going to get a rest stop devoted to him, too. Good. That's fine. I guess Governor Phil Murphy talked with Archbishop or whoever he talks to at the Catholic Diocese, and they wanted to spruce up the Turnpike Authority's bathrooms and did this whole statewide hero thing at all the rest stops. So their name, the, the Turnpike's rest stops, are, rest stops are named after former presidents, Grover Cleveland, Woodrow Wilson. I remember that. I, I, you know, I used to take the New Jersey Turnpikes uh, up there when I lived in Pennsylvania and had to drive into Manhattan and when I lived in uh, New Jersey in the great city of Weehawken. But, uh, and I know that they, you know, millions of people drive that parkway every day. I get it. But apparently the service areas are, you know, the place that they want to, to call attention to the great New Jerseyans in arts and entertainment and sports. But the boss said, ooh, yeah, no, I do not want a toilet named after me. So apparently after his uh, little run-in with the law last year, remember he had the DWI and reckless driving charges, which were ridiculous, by the way. I completely agree. And he got off. Uh, they gave him a fine, and he pleaded guilty, and we moved on. But the cop who gave him a ticket that day was oh, ridiculous. He took a couple of shots of tequila with some fans. Uh, we don't need to break down that whole story again, but you know, I, he's had enough in New Jersey. He's the boss, and New Jersey loves him, but no, I do not want a toilet named after me. Okay. Okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> So apparently we don't have a new host for Jeopardy yet. Oh my gosh. This has got to stop. We've got to go ahead and get it taken care of. So I guess this week, they LeVar Burton is doing it. I'm, I'm guessing it's this week that LeVar Burton is doing it. I'll have to tune in to Jeopardy and see uh, if that's true. But uh, he is one of the people that, uh, you know, people signed a petition to get LeVar Burton as a guest host right i mean he really wanted the gig so fans started this petition and the producer said all right fine bring on he can he can do a week so he's doing it this week and he said it's been a real challenge and uh you know he wanted to do it now we've had we've seen what a challenge it is we've had aaron Rodgers and ken jennings and katie Couric and anderson cooper and maya malik you know so I really think that they, it needs to be someone not a celebrity. Someone like well, that producer guy that did it for them who was so good. I think that kind of person steps in and takes it over and then becomes endeared. This was a good way to actually get past the you don't want to be the guy that follows the guy rule of thumb, though, for Alex Trebek. Because you're never going to replace Alex. Never. Um but you are going to get someone who will step into those shoes and be there for the next 20 or 30 years, right? And so their viewership is down post-Alex Trebek, and so they need to find someone, and they need to find someone now. I mean, it's time, right? It's far enough away from Alex where you get someone in there and let them ride out the numbers being down for a year and then they come back because people are you know are fickle and they're like oh, i like him and it's jeopardy and yeah i remember alex he was great but we moved on from alex 
and I think that's what needs to happen soon. I can't remember the Jeopardy producer's name, though. What the heck is his name? Mike Richards. Yeah, Mike Richards. He was great. Now, he's the executive producer of both Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Uh, you know, just being a host of Jeopardy, maybe a step down for Mike. <laughs> I don't know that you host it every day and be the executive producer of both the show and Wheel of Fortune. Maybe you do. Maybe you just add it to the day and you move on. That seems like a tough thing. Maybe it's easier. Maybe he gives up Wheel of Fortune and a Jeopardy as far as the executive producer position and then just becomes the host. But he's the guy that's not already this huge celebrity in our faces and that can to do the job and be the guy that's going to be there for a bunch of years and then turn into his own superstardom not just executive producer anyway that's just me you know me just a thought from me looks as though apple microsoft and alphabet you know google's parent company i love how we have to always say that um had a pretty good profit over the last quarter i mean apple is the world's most valuable public company and it said their profits doubled or nearly doubled last quarter iphone sales jumped 50 percent, and revenue for every major market line grew at least 12 percent annually microsoft had its most profitable quarter ever thanks to a greater demand for its cloud computing services and workplace software uh ceo of microsoft uh said that uh, enterprise metaverse <laughs> uh, enterprise metaverse on the earnings call um and not even he knew me- knew what it meant okay uh, we're not even sure what the enterprise metaverse is and i don't know that anybody knows what it is but we do know that a lot of the metaverse metaverse technology uh is talking about the future of web development which they're doing now into the you know third and fourth dimension which is you know virtual and augmented reality solutions so i you know maybe all these groups facebook these big companies are all getting into the you know metaverse enterprise (laughs) although ceo of microsoft said them the other way enterprise metaverse so all right all right fine and uh, alphabet said ad revenue increased 69 percent wow the real highlight was youtube with seven billion dollars in quarterly revenue wow it is almost eclipsing netflix sales numbers netflix uh, was 7.3 billion and youtube was 7 billion wow okay all right that seems pretty good that's just me though it seems pretty good So the CDC has come out with their latest guidelines, and that is wear a mask. It doesn't care if you've been vaccinated or not vaccinated, but wear a mask. 
they also said that it's your fault they didn't say this in particular but they led you to believe that if you're unvaccinated it's your fault you're the one getting sick you're the one spreading the the covid 19 coronavirus but that isn't really true since they said that even if you've been vaccinated you probably are spreading the new delta variant so there's that so just everybody wear a mask whether you wear no matter where you're at you wear a mask okay and if you haven't been vaccinated get vaccinated and don't give me any of your gobbledygook just get vaccinated get the shot get the shot now the biden administration has also said that uh long covid may qualify as a disability oh really yeah covid19 long haulers <laughs> wow are people who still experience symptoms fatigue shortness of breath coughing months after diagnosis which uh, researchers are saying is 10 to 30 percent of the patients that they have suffer long-lasting symptoms wow okay so we're coming up i mean it's been this is why they you know came out with this but it was uh the other day it was either i don't know yesterday or the day before was the anniversary of the americans with disabilities act all right it was the 26th so today is again if you're listening live is the 28th of july 2021 so <laughs> it was the 26th a couple of days ago i don't want to downplay the significance of the of the act the americans with disabilities act of 1990 so uh you know that's the anniversary and since it was the anniversary that's when our president decided that those experiencing symptoms that substantially limits one or more major life activities could get disability protections including protection from discrimination under federal disability laws so there's that lingering effects some long haulers are experiencing cognitive symptoms like memory loss researchers are looking into how covid19 is affecting the brain and whether it increases the risk of alzheimer's disease so if you feel that you are suffering from long covid you could you know become a part of the american with disabilities act (laughs) i mean if you're if you're actually suffering from this you should absolutely get all the help you need absolutely get all the help you need is are you gonna suffer from discriminate i don't know you know i guess okay all right if you tell me that you're gonna suffer from discrimination you are you got me okay you're right (laughs) okay 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 leave me alone i got it you're gonna you suffer from it you're fine we got the stamp on your card long covid you good now all right fine wow leave me alone would you i mean i see i mean everyone and i say everyone most celebrities most celebrities most politicians are all going beyond the it's your choice my body my choice they're going beyond that now uh it doesn't matter get vaccinated and if you don't say get vaccinated or i'm not going to talk to you anymore i don't want anything to do with you 
I hate you. You're the reason we're all sick. Uh, we'd be in a much better place in the world and specifically here in America and in my town and my neighborhood if you were got, have gotten the vaccine. Then if you don't say that, then we don't want to hear from you. We don't care. We don't want to hear from you. We don't like you. If you say, well, really, uh, I think everyone should be willing to make their own choice whether they get vaccinated or not. Hater! Why do you want people to die? I, I, I don't. I just, I just want... I just want people to, you know, make their own choice. Why do you want everyone to die? Why? I, I, I don't. Okay, I don't. I just, I just, I just want people to make their own choice. Liar! Liar! I mean, I don't understand it. I just don't. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at, my friends. So just be ready to deal with it because... It is coming, and it's really already here. You have the governor of the state of Alabama saying it's your fault. You have the CDC saying it's predominantly the people who are unvaccinated that are getting sick, that are dying, and that are spreading the disease. So you have you have everyone, and you have the president of the United States calling you stupid if you don't get the vaccine. You're not as smart as I thought you were. If you don't get the vaccine, well, Mr. President, I thought this was still America and we could make our own choices. And I really believe that Americans could make their own choice. Liar. You want people to die? No, I don't really. I just want people to be able to make their own choice. No, you don't. Okay. Okay. So now you don't need to, you know, you're going to be where you don't say anything. We don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. Believe in the American way of making your own choice. We don't want to hear from you. Zip it. Okay. How about you zip it? So my wife started watching this show called uh, Debris. And it's, uh, she was watching it through Hulu. But I guess it's a network show. It looks like NBC. Um, you know, it looks okay. It, it looks okay. I'm surprised. If, I feel like they haven't spent a lot of money on it. I feel like they were... They've scrimped a little bit of money on debris. But I like a couple of the characters that are in it. Jonathan Tucker, and you'll, you'd know him if you saw him. And uh, Rianne Steele, she's fairly new. She's been in a, a few other projects. And the other guy that I really liked that was in uh, Bloodline, Norbert Leo Butts. He's great. I, I have fun. Anyway, so I'm watching this show. And I'm watching, I think it's episode two that she had on. And they have something that takes place in Saline, Michigan. And I, I've, okay. And a couple things happen. One, uh, I, what happened was, is they have these portals that show up and people are inside these portals and they're trying to find a way to get them out. And what's happened in debris is that a spaceship blew up and they're parsed of the spaceship is landing on earth and they're trying to figure out all the powers that it has and you know it's cloning and they can move and they have a they have a way to travel through space but so they're trying to figure out a way to get these people out of this portal and they put a piece of the spaceship in this portal and then it goes away and there's the people and these people have disappeared because they walked into the portal wherever this portal was when they you know, we're there and there's like seven or eight or 10 or 11 different portals 
that have that that are known in the United States. And so the portal goes away, and all these people are standing there. And the one lady says she's from 1976, and she's been missed. You know, she's been uh, she doesn't know any time. She looks like no time has passed. Another guy was from '89, and I'm thinking, wow, what if that actually happened? What an amazing! I mean, you'd have to you'd need a Simone Biles day for mental health to get back to real life at some point, wouldn't you? I mean, if you think of that. If you were alive, if you're listening to this podcast and you were alive in 1976 or 1989, the the where we're at now in 2021 compared to where we were then is shocking. But you were there, you moved along with it. So you've come along for the ride. If you were to stop and just be frozen in time, and then reappear in today's time, what a shock that would be. I mean, holy cow. That would be, I mean, you you would need a Simone Biles day, man. You would. And so that's okay. I mean, I just feel like NBC didn't spend a lot of money on the show. So maybe they could, you know, up the money a little bit that they spend on it. But then it got me to one of the people that were missing was from Saline, Michigan. And I thought, I just was reading about Saline, Michigan. How do I know that? I mean, I, I, I was, it's south of Ann Arbor or whatever. I mean, I, it's, if you look at the hand, you know, Michigan has your hand. If you hold up your hand, it's right there. Just look right there for those of you watching. But I was thinking, where did I read about it? So, you know, they had, they found a lost bird. There was some pink tropical bird wading through some watering marshy pond off the side of a road in Saline, Michigan, and all these bird watchers are all freaking out because this pink bird is lost. And he's this Rosette Spoonbill is in Michigan. They don't know why. It's a pink tropical shorebird, and it shouldn't be in Michigan. It's all by itself, and it's just wandering around, and all these photographers are showing up, taking pictures, and wondering why it's in this <laughs> marshland of Michigan way off the side of the road when they don't know how it got there. Maybe it came through the portal. Maybe there's actually a portal in Saline, Michigan. I don't know. I and We do know if you believe that birds aren't real, um, then it doesn't matter because it just showed up and it's a fake bird. And maybe the robot fake bird people didn't realize that. And they said, oh, crap, we sent the wrong bird to the wrong place. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just leave it alone. Nobody will notice. Well, somebody did. Somebody did.